If you feel like things are changing too quickly and you don't know what to do about it, then you should keep watching and find out how you can radically acquire different capabilities. How? By creating your own learning path through ultra learning. Welcome back guys. My name is Zabir. I'm a doctor and startup founder based in the UK. Let's get into it. Learning is a huge part of my life and it may surprise you to know that I never made notes in medical school. I'll talk about that another time. Ultimately, there's so many ways to absorb information, some of which I'll talk about now. The book Ultra Learning by Scott Young is a strategy for aggressive, self-directed learning. Before we get into some of the principles, what is the point of ultra learning? Ultra learning can help you develop a hidden advantage in a super competitive world. It can help you find new confidence in yourself and learn new skills and hobbies. In 2015, Nigel Richards won the World French Scrabble Championships. The remarkable thing is, is that he doesn't actually speak French. Despite there being almost 400,000 French words approved by Scrabble, Richards won by committing these words to memory in just nine weeks. This is a perfect example of ultra learning. So there's nine principles in total. I'm just going to talk about the first five or six. The first chapter in the book introduces the concept of meta-learning, which is the art of learning how to learn. As a medical student, I had to learn a vast amount of information and content from my physiology, anatomy, and histology textbooks as efficiently as possible. You start by drawing a map of why you're learning, what you're learning, and how you're going to learn it. These maps should break your topics down into three categories, concepts, facts, and procedures. Concepts relate to what you need to understand, facts relate to what needs to be memorized, and finally, procedures relate to what needs to be done. You must appreciate that not all skills will require all three procedures. So before you start, Ask yourself, have I researched the typical ways of learning the subject or skill? How sharp is your attention? The second principle discusses the importance of focus and minimizing distractions that can hinder learning and provide strategies to enhance focus. To become more focused, you must overcome these three problems. Number one, failing to start focusing, also known as procrastination. Number two, failing to sustain focus, aka getting distracted. And number three, failing to create the right kind of focus. Start by removing distractions from your environment. Turning off your phone, finding a quiet place to study is usually a good place to start. Are you focused when you're learning or are you multitasking with distraction? Another principle in the book is about being direct in your learning. When I was learning how to suture wounds, watching videos will only get me so far. You have to actually you know, manually perform and practice it before you're confident enough to do it on humans. And perform on real wounds. A friend of mine recently went through a coding bootcamp where they were taught a new programming language. They started by identifying the specific skills and knowledge needed to become proficient in the language, such as syntax and algorithms. The teachers had designed a learning approach that focuses on these areas, which included things like learning the language's documentation, doing coding exercises and building small projects. Remember to ask yourself, am I learning the skill in the way that I'll eventually be using it? The next principle is about using drills, which involves practicing skills repeatedly to develop mastery. Identify components of the overall skill that you're trying to conquer and determine what is the rate determining step in the learning reaction. Then apply drills to this step. Think about a basketball player who wants to improve their three-point shots under pressure. They can start by breaking down the mechanics of the shot and analyzing what is the rate limiting step holding them back. Transitioning from making shots without pressure to being pressured is an example. Gradually increasing the level of difficulty until they develop 
muscle memory and automaticity. The downside with drills is figuring out what and when to drill, and also drills can be repetitive and uncomfortable. The fifth principle is retrieval, which involves actively recalling information from memory to strengthen learning and retention. When I was trying to memorize anatomy for exams, you had to know things like specific muscle origin points and insertions, the nerve and blood supplies to the tissues and their clinical significance. Instead of simply reading the textbook or rewriting the notes out from lectures, I use flashcards and quizzes to test my recall and reinforce my learning. Using space repetition techniques with this app called Anki really helped. I think it's still free to download on your laptop. Highly recommend. Remember, do you have a way of testing yourself or do you just assume that you'll remember it? Another chapter talks about feedback. Do you get honest feedback about your performance? Do you know what you're doing well and what you're learning not so well? We've all received feedback at some point in our life, whether it was on homework or sports or at work. Feedback can be broken down into three types. Outcome feedback. So are you doing it wrong? It's the easiest type to get. Think about applause after a comedy show or a grade after a maths exam. The feedback is directly related to the outcome. Then there's informational feedback, which asks, what are you doing wrong? It tells you what you're doing wrong, but not how to fix it. Think about the time where you've tried to speak to someone in, in their own language and then you get a word wrong and they just stare at you in a weird way. So you know you've made a mistake. The best kind of feedback is corrective feedback. How can you fix what you're doing wrong? This type is only usually available through a coach or mentor or teacher. The feedback is informative and useful for the student. The main challenge of this is finding an expert who can pinpoint your mistakes and correct them for you. By adopting these principles and strategies, hopefully you can learn things faster and more efficiently than traditional methods of learning. I know that by reading the book, I've identified and tried to address some of my own learning weaknesses. Next time you find yourself scanning the horizon for growth opportunities, think about these principles and how you can apply them. Okay guys, that brings us to the end of the video. Thanks so much for watching and I'll see you guys in the next one.